in-depth, investigative. This is KXAN News. A deal to release some of the hostages taken in the Hamas terrorist attack on Israel is closer than ever, according to NBC sources. Thanks for joining us. I'm Daniel Marino. And I'm Britt Moreno. This deal would also include a ceasefire. But as Alice Barr reports, word of that truce comes on the same day Israel says it has surrounded a refugee camp searching for Hamas members. An agonizing wait could soon be over for some of the families of the more than 200 Hamas-held hostages. Sources, including a senior U.S. official, telling NBC News a tentative deal has been reached pending Israeli approval. Israeli government leaders have been meeting throughout the day to work through the details, following negotiations mediated by the U.S. and Qatar. We're now very close. President Biden stressing how tenuous the deal still is. For the families waiting for word, weeks of worrying are now compounded into one pressing question. Is my family going to be uh, in this first batch or not? Israeli-American Galia Mizrahi has four family members held hostage by Hamas. Her cousins aged 17, 11 and 9 and their mother. Under the potential deal, a senior U.S. official telling NBC News roughly 50 women and children hostages Hamas took into Gaza would be freed in exchange for around 150 Israeli-held Palestinian prisoners, many of whom would also be women and children. Israel would run security checks on any prisoners released. The sources said there would be a four- to five-day pause in fighting to allow for the hostage exchange. And in addition, as many as 300 to 400 trucks of humanitarian aid per day would be allowed into Gaza, along with more fuel trucks. Hamas says it needs to move around freely to consolidate the remaining hostages. And to facilitate that, Israel may agree to suspend overhead drone flights for up to six hours a day. If the temporary ceasefire holds, more hostages could be released as desperate families wait. In Washington, Alice Barr, NBC News. And a senior Israeli official also tells NBC News there's an option to extend the ceasefire for each day that Hamas releases an additional 10 hostages. And it's also important to note Israel is only negotiating on behalf of Israeli hostages and dual nationals, which would include most of the Americans being held. No major cancellations at Austin's airport right now. Flights are mostly leaving on time, but overall holiday travel is only getting busier with the FAA expecting over 2 million people to travel each day this this week. But if you're heading to the East Coast, it might be a struggle just to get there. New York City already issuing a travel warning because of wet and windy conditions over the next 48 hours. There have been thousands of delays so far, impacting major airline hubs in Denver, Chicago, and Atlanta. A ground stop was issued in Charlotte this afternoon. Now here in Austin, we had a round of windy yeah. weather earlier. I could mm -hmm. not believe it, and it really does feel cool it feels like the holidays yeah, kind, of, kind of like the holidays a little winter like but going back to that there's two things you can kind of guarantee right now that's mm -hmm. going to be crowded it's the airports and grocery stores oh, we sure. were talking about that's that right. earlier <laughs> uh, but yeah the, the northeast they're being impacted by that storm I actually have the maps here to, to show that from dc even down
down into Atlanta, New York City, and into the Boston area, you could see some rough delays if you are flying out here within the next few hours into the evening, even to the uh, later part of the night tonight, perhaps lingering on into tomorrow morning. They've got a storm system that continues to slide up towards the north and east, could even see some snow into northern New England. Look at the scale of the system. So that's why you could see some delays, and those delays, of course, can trickle down to uh, other uh, airports as well. So definitely watch out for that. If you're traveling and you're leaving the state here at home, yeah, we've got the windy weather, the cloudy weather, but the clouds starting to break just in time for a nice pretty sunset out there with temperatures early this evening into the 50s in the hill country 58 in Kingsland metro temperatures pretty similar here 56 in Driftwood 56 in Georgetown and then out towards the east we're at 57 in Bastrop 57 in Thorndale good evening to you the next few hours the temperatures continue to fall overnight we're talking about temperatures down into the low 40s and perhaps even close to freezing cold for some areas out in the hill country we'll talk about that coming up Okay, Sean, thank you so much. New homes are going up in Travis County in the community of Maynard at breakneck speed. But as the city grows, it's really leaving some confused about the rules they need to follow. KXN's Mercedes Hernandez spoke with one landowner who tells us how the plans for the farmhouse of her dreams have now been sidelined. Behind this gate is where Patsy Graham wants to build a barn dominium. Right now, it's just a field with these flags marking where it will be built. And I just wanted to live with them so I could walk out in the morning and play with them. Now that she's retired, Graham bought this land just outside Maynard this past spring to enjoy with her horses. Sunshine and moonbeam. But didn't realize she'd have to follow city code despite being outside of city limits. Uh, that code is designed for subdivisions. But it's new construction in the growing community that's keeping city inspectors busy. And all I can see is more delays, more frustration. Maynard City Manager Scott Moore says last year, the city's development services team inspected almost 21,000 homes, averaging about 92 a day. He says the city has two inspectors with one position vacant right now and two inspection firms to tackle that workload. But Moore says, quote, the city has not had any issues providing timely inspections when they're requested. Here's the front and the back. There will be doors and windows. Graham says what happens next for her is still up in the air, but it could still be a while before she turns these flags into something more. We can't just become the next Los Angeles, you know, and have wall-to-wall -wall cities. In Maynard, Mercedes Hernandez, KXAN News. And going in depth on this, Maynard voters passed a three-part bond package this month, totaling over $166 million. City leaders say the money is needed due to the continued growth of the city. Prop A will be used to build more water and sewer lines as well as other infrastructure. Prop B will fund a rec center and update the parks. And Prop C will consolidate departments into one city hall building and also build a new library. The U.S. Census Bureau estimates the population in Maynard jumped by 5,000 people between 2020 and 2022. When giving back during the holidays, there's a group that often goes overlooked. Up next, how you can help out animals in need during the colder months. And guidance from the Austin Police Department on staying safe this season, especially if you're headed out of town for the holidays. Plus the hot topics to discuss or maybe avoid at the Thanksgiving dinner table. Well, if you're headed out of town to celebrate Thanksgiving, Austin police want you to know what you can do to protect yourself and your home when you're away. 
APD suggests closing blinds and windows. This keeps people from peeking in. APD also suggests putting indoor and outdoor lights on timers if possible. This gives the illusion that someone is home even when they aren't. And you can also leave a TV or radio on inside. This helps people living in apartments as well. And also don't post on social media where you're going or how long you're going to be there. That gives thieves easy access to an empty home. And lastly, invest in some security cameras if possible. That way you can just hand over the footage to police if anything happens. Central Texas nonprofit Austin Wildlife Rescue has cared for more than 9,000 animals this year alone. But now the organization is gearing up to save even more with the colder winter months ahead. The nonprofit can spend upwards of 75000 each year on surgeries, treatments, and vet costs. That's on top of the over $100,000 needed for food and supplies. Next Tuesday is Giving Tuesday, and organizers want to raise at least $70,000 to support its medical care while also preparing for baby season coming up in the spring. The nonprofit also has active wish lists on Amazon and the website Chewy that you can donate to. Digital reporter Kelsey Thompson has those details on KXAN.com. Governor Abbott is praising the Republicans backing his plan for education savings accounts. But what about the ones who aren't backing it? The battle set up for the primaries. And the official numbers are in 60 degrees is our high temperature today, a full 10 degrees below average, 20 degrees colder than yesterday. When we warm up and if we can maybe squeeze out some rain here in the extended forecast, I'll have that for you in the next few minutes. And before we head to break, don't forget anyone looking for a warm meal today can get one. You're looking live here. Oh, how wonderful. Look at this crowd. This is HEB's annual wow. Feast of Sharing Dinner at the Palmer Events Center. Volunteers expect to hand out free meals to more than 10,000 people today. All the centerpieces are made by AISD students, if we can see some of those. Now this goes until 8 tonight, so stop by to share the love this holiday season. Happy holidays, everybody. Very nice. Well, as promised, Governor Greg Abbott is rewarding the House Republicans who are in favor of his legislative priority, education savings accounts. But the proposal to subsidize private schools is effectively dead for this fourth special session. This comes after a group of 21 Republicans banded together with Democrats to strip so-called school vouchers from their education spending bill last week. And as our Capitol correspondent Monica Madden reports, it sets up a potential fight in the 2024 Republican primaries. No action in the Texas House or Senate Tuesday with no plans of returning until after the Thanksgiving holiday. It comes after a group within the governor's party voted against his number one priority. Abbott now delivering on long promised retribution. On Monday, the governor endorsed the 58 House Republicans who align with him on education savings accounts, asking Texas voters to join him in quote, supporting them for re-election so we can pass school choice for all Texas families. After after getting Abbott's backing for the presidential primary, former President Donald Trump acknowledged the weight of the gubernatorial endorsement. I'm honored by the governor's endorsement. That's a big endorsement. He's not, you know, he's not free and easy with endorsements. Some of the incumbent Republicans who did not make the cut unfazed by the list, 
In a statement, Representative Gary Van Dever, who opposes ESAs, told us, quote, My efforts are best spent on the things I have the ability to control. Over the past decade, I've been honored to work alongside Governor Abbott to pass landmark conservative legislation. I look forward to continuing that work in the future. I'm uh, part of the politics of addition, not subtraction. At a Thanksgiving event in Austin Tuesday, Texas's senior senator told reporters the GOP needs to stick together. I think uh, internal fights among Republicans is not particularly uh, helpful uh, to our party maintaining its majority status. Monica Madden. KXAN News. The governor's endorsements now put him at odds with Attorney General Ken Paxton, who is on a revenge tour of his own against House Republicans who voted to impeach him. And you saw a Monica story that Senator Cornyn was volunteering at a Thanksgiving event. He was actually at the Central Texas Food Bank. And don't forget, our David Yeomans and Kristen Curry are raising money for the food bank. KXN's third annual Friendsgiving Challenge ends tomorrow. David and Kristen are competing to see who can raise the most money, and they're tied one and one in the last two years. So any amount helps. Just scan the QR code on your screen to help out your neighbors. And as you get ready to gather with family, here are some traditions we've tracked. A new USA Today Blueprint survey, 2000 people, most respondents say the best time to eat is between 3 and 4 p.m. Now, what is everybody arguing about at these gatherings? Well, more than half say it's over family issues with politics and money trailing behind. As for who gets in those arguments, 38% say it's dad. And then guess who follows? Grandma and grandpa. Our digital data reporter, uh, who, uh, I'm not sure who has this actually, but one of our digital reporters has interactive maps for you to dig into before you dig into your feast. If the producer thinks of who that is, I'll let everybody know, but you can find that at KXAN.com. Always the worst to either witness right. or maybe right. even <laughs> encroach upon a holiday yeah. tussle. I mean, it's, just, it's like this It's is... not a good Thanksgiving dinner without a good <laughs> argument, though, that you're getting heated up over and yeah, you just, true. you know, you've got a bottle of wine and things get crazier. Things but happen. Things oh, happen. Yeah. But this is a time of thankfulness and I know we're all grateful for you know some nice weather coming yeah, up. No yeah. major hiccups here right. in Texas at least for holiday time. Yeah it's, it's going to be a little bit cool and you're going to need your jacket but I mean right. the sun's going to be out. We're not going to see any rain so it's nice to see. In fact right now it's getting actually pretty uh, pretty nice out there just before sunset as we had a mainly cloudy sky all day long. Wasn't the best day today and we had some very strong winds, some 30 to 35 mile per hour wind gusts, still a bit breezy, but yes, we are seeing a little bit of sun as we get ready for another gorgeous sunset. And you know what? The winds are dying down since you last checked in with us about 30 minutes ago. They were about 30 to 35 miles per hour. Now they're gusting down to about 20 to 25 miles per hour. So that will continue to be the trend overnight. We'll see some lighter winds early tomorrow morning, but for right now, we're 17 to 20, 22 degrees colder than yesterday. 56 here in Austin. We briefly touched 60 degrees, but that's still 10 degrees colder than where we should be for this time of year. So this is more December and January-like weather that we're dealing with here. 57 in Llano, 57 in Rockdale, 58 in Bastrop. The temperatures early on this evening still dipping down into the 50s, and then we're into the 40s for everyone early tomorrow morning perhaps getting close to 
Freezing cold in a few of those low-lying areas out in the hill country, so watch out for that. And then tomorrow, tomorrow's going to be really nice. The sun will be out. It won't be as windy. We'll also be warmer here by a few degrees with temperatures there into the lower 60s. No rain out there, just clearing skies that we continue to see for much of central Texas, including much of the state as well. Sunny skies tomorrow and then into Thanksgiving Day morning. There is a less than 10% chance for maybe a spot shower hour or two, mainly south and east of the area. We'll get a brief cloud layer moving in, but the majority of us do say stay mainly sunny. And then heading into Friday, we are nice. Saturday, we start to see increasing clouds. Saturday evening into the overnight, maybe a few spot showers with the better chance of rain arriving on Sunday morning. Could maybe see even a few weak thunderstorms out of this. At least that's what one model depicts. And this is the rainier of the model, so definitely stay tuned with us as we get closer to this event. But this is dropping down from Sunday and into Monday of next week, maybe a quarter of an inch up to half an inch of rain for the area. So it'll certainly be nice to see. We'll take anything we can get at this point. 41 degrees for a low overnight. So we've got a chilly night. If you have any plans outdoors this evening, dinner plans, going for a walk, walking the dog, definitely prepare for that. Definitely bring the jacket with you. 64 degrees tomorrow. The sun will be out. A fantastic day. The wind's not too bad. They'll be out of the north about 5 to 10 miles per hour. And your Thanksgiving Day forecast also looking great. Other than a spot shower sprinkle, we'll be dealing with low 60s here under a partly cloudy sky. Those cloudier conditions down towards the south and east. And if you're doing any shopping on Black Friday here, those temperatures starting off in the first half of the day into the 40s, then climbing into the 50s as we get closer to lunchtime. And I know it's a big game as well Friday here for UT. Tailgating forecast is looking outstanding. It'll be the warmest day of the week with temperatures into the middle 60s under mainly sunny sky as well. So stretching out that seven-day forecast here for you. Looking pretty good here through the next few days, but still unseasonably chilly, but not too bad. And then heading into Sunday and Monday and even Tuesday of next week, we'll see about a 20% chance of rain. All right, thanks so much. And with all the food and football on Thursday, don't forget about the dogs. A look behind the scenes at the four-legged friends competing at Thursday's National Dog Show. Right now, new information about the mystery respiratory illness infecting dogs in part of the country. Also, we'll take you behind the scenes to see how one major airline is trying to keep the planes running on time this holiday week on Nightly News. Well, to some, Thanksgiving means turkey and football, but for more than 20 years, it's also been the day of the National Dog Show. About 1,800 of the nation's top canines are going to be vying for best in show. Co-host John O'Hurley took a backstage visit to meet some of the pups before the competition. How are you, sweetheart? Like, a little, a little tiny cholo. I don't. You didn't bring your hair with you today, no, did you? No, she didn't. We're right by the door. I was just going to say, why did they put you I right by the know. door? And no, you no. have, you have no clothes. Take it to the ring. Show them your best stuff today. All right. From the small to the not so small. Hi, sweetheart. You and I have the same hair. Do you know that? Very similar hair. <laughs> <laughs> this looks like an absolute, like an oil painting. It should be signed right there, right down at the bottom. These are wonderful dogs for clearing off the top of the table, if you want. That's exactly right. I can't figure out which end of the dog is is up here. That doesn't look up. That's been, that got tucked in, so I'm guessing. Hi, there you are. Hi, sweetheart. 
And you don't know, if you won, you wouldn't care, would you? You just don't care. It doesn't matter. And the National Dog Show airs Thursday at 11 a.m. here on NBC, right after the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. That's always fun to watch. We would like to share stories of inspiring women here in Central Texas, so tell us about a remarkable woman in your life. You can go to KXAN.com to nominate someone, look for a remarkable woman under the news tab, or just point your phone's camera at the code on your screen. We're taking nominations through the end of the month and we'll pick four finalists and feature their stories right here on KXAN. And then our local winner will travel to Los Angeles where the national winner will be chosen. Tonight on KXAN, it's The Voice at 7, followed by Found at 9. Then we're back with more news at 10. Or you can join us an hour earlier for KXAN News at 9 over on CW Austin. Here's where to find us.